Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Do you like what you're hearing right now? Then be sure to check out VOC Nation. Whether it's on vocnation.com or your favorite podcast provider, VOC Nation offers the greatest in live and on-demand content, great interviews, and incredible insight from those who have lived the business. Seven days a week, vocnation.com. And don't forget to check us out on Twitter at vocnation. Thank you for joining another edition of Bumps and Thumps, the talk of wrestling. I'm your host, Brian Ferguson. My guest today has been in the pro wrestling business for over 25 years. He was discovered by Jimmy Snuka, the Superfly, and trained by Gino Carusa, Nikita Koloff, and the Kodiak Bear. He's uh, also Koloff. known as... I'm not, not, not oh, Nikita Koloff. I'm not Ivan Koloff. Um, Nikolai Volkov. Nikolai Volkov, excuse me. My, my yeah. apologies. And is known as the Reinforcer. Ladies and gentlemen, it is my pleasure to introduce Mr. Andrew Anderson. Thank you for coming on today, Andrew. Appreciate it. What's up, Brian? How are you, man? Look, I'm, I'm good. My first you? appearance on Bumps and Thumps. It is, and I appreciate you coming on. It's good yeah. to see you. We saw each other in Las Vegas a few months yep. back at yep. the CAC reunion, and it was a yep. good time. It was a great, great place, a great atmosphere. I really enjoyed it. It was my first one, and uh, I'm looking forward to attending many more. And it was great to see you and Kevin out there. You know that's a great organization, and and I always tell I always tell all the wrestling fans, the wrestling uh, media people from um, various parts of the wrestling business, whether it's promoters, um, wrestlers, um, you know, hardcore fans to casual mm-hmm. fans. Once you go to one of those, you'll yeah. you'll always be back to another one. Yeah. You know, you get to meet some of your icons, some of your idols. You get to meet yeah. some some huge stars, some stars of the past. And, you know, it just, it brings everybody together. It's a really nice community to be involved with. Yes. And it doesn't cost you an arm and a leg to attend and uh, get pictures with your people you want to be pictured with, you know, superstars like yourself. It doesn't cost 60, 80, 100 bucks uh, for an autograph and a picture, you know. And a lot of those guys, when I was there, they were given all that money that they were getting, you know, if they charged like 20 bucks or 25, whatever mm-hmm. it was, they were giving it back to the CAC. Mm-hmm. A lot mm-hmm. of them were. And and that's great. You know, when they say that, you know, of course, I'll, you know, it was, it was a good time though. I really enjoyed it. I got to know you a little bit and that was great. So I'm glad you're on here today. Thank you. Well, Brian, and- speaking of the CAC today, I want to extend a very, very happy birthday to my good friend, CAC president Brian Blair. Yes. Love you, Brian. His birthday. Yeah. Yep. Great guy. My career. Yeah. He is a great man. Uh, Had him on here about six, seven months ago, right before the CAC reunion. And Mm -hmm. just absolute fabulous, nice guy. Uh, Great. Great class act. Yeah. Great class act. And happy birthday, Brian. Yes. So, all right, my friend, let's get into it. Let's talk about you 
Andrew Anderson. Let's talk about a little bit, if we could, growing up, uh, where you grew up, how you grew up, uh, your schooling, and that kind of thing, if we could, please. Well, I went. I, I grew up in a, a right in the suburbs of Manhattan, uh, uh, Cliffside Park, New Jersey, right across the Hudson River. And if you know where Cliffside Park is, you know it's right between uh, the Lincoln Tunnel and the George Washington Bridge, um, overlooking the Palisades. So I got a great view of the city of New York, of the Manhattan skyline, the, the Hudson River. Um, I grew up, you know, I was, uh, you know, in the, in, in the 70s, I was a monster kid. I loved monsters and wrestling, comic books and superheroes and, you know, yes. the occasional slip in the occasional penthouse because it showed a little more than Playboy, you know, <laughs> so, you know, um, you know, stuff like that. You know, I mean, I always, I always yeah. say, you know, um, everybody asked me about what I about what I was into. I was always a monster kid at heart. So you got you got your your wrestling memorabilia behind you. I have a lot of monster yeah. memorabilia. Oh right wow, there. look at that. Yeah. If you, that. folks if you can see that he's got a great collection yeah. of cabinet and but it doesn't end there. It goes through like through the whole house. I got tons of stuff, you know, everything oh, comic okay. books. You know, so it's just it's been a, a long time collecting, you know, horror and wow. monster yeah. superhero memorabilia. It's another cabinet full of stuff there, but yeah, it's 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 been a lot of fun. And the wrestling business, you know, I grew up. I went to uh, to uh, uh, to Catholic school my whole life. Um, okay. You know, I uh, went to uh, Paramus Catholic High School and I uh, wrestled at Paramus Catholic um, up until I hurt my knee in uh, sophomore year. Then I became more of a rock and roller metalhead. You know, I was always a metalhead, a rock and roller, so I was always involved in the, yeah. the music business i was a singer in a band you know um uh, oh, that okay. really, yeah so it was a i was a front man in a in a metal band for a while then i just got out of that and i got you know went to college and i still dabbled in the music and everything but i was bouncing i went to saint peter's university and then uh i was bouncing on the weekends and i got my degree and then i wound up going to get my master's degree in business administration and uh, I got a BA in marketing and management. And then uh, I was bouncing on the weekends while working for a brokerage firm called Hibbert Brown in, uh, on the 35th floor of the Payne Weber building in Manhattan. The weekends I was bouncing to meet chicks. So, cause that was a great way to meet girls. So, you know, so, and instead of meeting girls, I met the metal maniac, Jeff Miller and Jimmy Superfly Snook. And the both of them, you know, Jeff goes, brother. I want to talk to you, pal. You know, his boy, brother. You know? Then, uh, Jimmy, Jimmy goes, brother, we want to talk to you. And next thing I know, uh, um, Jeff is is going on tour by himself. And Jimmy's bringing me, I'm driving Jimmy to shows where Jeff can't go. And I'm driving with Jimmy. And Jimmy's telling me, you know, teach, telling me about the business. And then next thing I know, I'm in a ring. And then I'm, you know, bumping around and, and uh you know, stuff, you know, craziness. Can you still see me? Yeah. Yep. Okay, because I, I got a call coming in. I don't know why, but um, <laughs> so, so yeah, so um, I'm just hitting a remind button. So, no yeah, problem. I got rid of that. Yeah. You there? Yeah, that's better. So, yeah. Everybody calls. They don't call me all day. Then they call me all at once when I'm on doing a podcast. So, yeah. So uh, Jimmy got me in a ring and, and I trained and he introduced me to Jimmy Snuka and he introduced me to the Kodiak Bear and then, uh, you know, the, the very first bump I ever took was from the Metal Maniac. Uh, Kodiak Bear got on all fours behind me 
and metalaniac with a cigarette in one hand and an ice ice pop in the other hand puts the ice pop puts the ice pop in his mouth holds a cigarette and gives me a clothesline i didn't even know bear was behind me and i loped freaking ass over tea kettle they go up oh, you took your bump they learn how to bump from there on so you know but uh so so that was pretty cool that was pretty cool and uh you know um and then i i trained with uh my first tag team partner was uh was the late billy firehawk who wrestled for uh um yeah. the nwa in new york yeah. for a long time and uh i uh cyberspace wrestling that's the company that he owned later on but he passed away about 20 years ago maybe 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 longer so maybe 15 um he was my first tag team partner my first tag team match ever and then from there i had a bunch of other tag team partners that i went you know tag with and they kept me mostly in tag my my first few years my second match was against the barbarian who uh oh. You know, my a young kid against a bar, Barb, and Barb brutalized me. He was actually, actually didn't brutalize me. He was actually very, he was a sweetheart. He was very, very, um, very cool to me in the ring. And we've been, been friends ever since. Toured Africa, toured Asia. So, wow. um, yeah. So, but uh, I went on to team with Nikolai Volkov. Um, yes. Manager John Krasuski, um, uh, Nikita Brezhnikov got me in hooked me up on an indie show and uh about 25 years ago 24 years ago and uh and first first four years i mean i've been almost in this business for 29 years you know that wow. so 25 24 years ago i teamed up with nikolai and uh want to you know basically doing the bolsheviks i was the siberian tiger in my rookie years and they said they may you know join up with nikolai and do that and then i went ahead and uh i did a couple of shows indie shows for Jer- jersey all pro wrestling and i met uh, Mike Bucci, Mike Nova, you know, Hollywood Supernova mm-hmm. from CW. Yep. And, and uh, you know, he turns around, Mike Bucci said, you know, he pulled me aside and said, you know, listen, he said, he said, he called me Drew. He goes, listen, Drew, the, the Cold War is dead. You look like an Anderson, you know, just become an Anderson, do the Anderson gimmick. It just makes sense. And then Crowbar said, you know, you know, there's the, the enforcer. So why don't you call yourself the reinforcer? So Chris yeah. Ford Crowbar branded me the reinforcer. Of course, I, uh, that other guy in WCW wasn't using it anymore at that point, you know? And, uh, mm-hmm. so I want to myself the reinforcer and, uh, cool. and I, and, uh, um, it was pretty cool. It was, it was, it was, uh, yeah. you know, it's been, and then, uh, you know, just recently I've been branded by Kevin Sullivan. He said, let's bring back, let's bring back, um, um, hold on one second. Sorry. I'm just getting, okay. um, I'm just getting involved. Um, I he he brought me in as um as the um uh, the purple haze and championship wrestling from Florida. He wanted to tweak my image a little bit. Brought me into mm-hmm. uh, a bunch of companies as uh the new purple haze. Still Andrew Anderson, but the purple haze. Maniac Mark Lewin was always Maniac Mark Lewin, but they called him the purple haze when right. he the 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 dots on the crosses on his head. Yeah. And kept the yeah. Satanic gimmick, whatever you want to call it. You yeah. know the. Dungeon of yeah. Doom. So I basically became the newest member of the Dungeon of Doom, renovating uh, the Purple Haze gimmick, you know, yeah. the running around the robe and, you know, huff, 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 and puffing in the ring like a lunatic, you know, and making noise, <laughs> rolling the eyes in the back of the head. So, but it's a lot yeah. of fun. It's a lot of fun. The Purple Haze, it's, 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 and Mark Lewin was one of my idols too. And then Kevin yeah. growing up, Kevin was one of my idols. So Kevin became a good friend of mine, you know, and, and, and for, for over almost 26 years, you know, 24 years I've been friends with Kevin, and yeah. uh, I didn't see him for a period until 
almost like 2000 and I think 2011. And then almost somewhere on tours together, we're going to Africa, we're going to Asia, Singapore, we're going to Malaysia, yeah. doing all the tours together. And it was pretty cool, you know? So, you know, yeah. things went up, uh, you know, coming full circle. And I'm now working with Kevin a lot. And, you know, yeah. I was on the road a lot with Greg Valentine and Brutus Beefcake and uh, Tito Santana for a while there. But but really, I was on the road a lot with Greg. You know, we would play the father and son team, you know. Ah, and, yeah. Uh, yeah. Hey, everybody goes, yeah, this is my son, Andrew Anderson. A little bit of me dribbled down somebody's leg, you know. <laughs> <laughs> You know, so everybody said, well, why aren't you Andrew Valentine? I said, because I'm not really a son, but it would work the gimmick, you know? Yeah, right. That's great. That's... So, but it was, it was, it was pretty funny. And then, uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, but it was, it was pretty cool running with them for a while for about a yeah. good, good decade, you know? And, yeah. uh, yeah. So, but, that's uh, am- yeah, that's amazing. You know, it's funny. Uh, yeah, I've met you and Kevin a few times. You were at WrestleCon uh, last yep. April yep. with him, and that's the first time I really met you. I talked to you just for a few minutes because uh, it was pretty crowded in there. You know, you had in the, Dallas, yeah, in Dallas, yeah, in Dallas, it was it was pretty pretty scrunched in there uh, at times. And then, you know, I really got to talk to you and Kevin at uh, the CAC back in September. Yeah. And uh, you know, Kevin is such a he's a nice guy. Uh, Totally opposite of his character yep. uh, on 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 screen and and in the wrestling world and uh, just you know very fortunate for you to work with him because I know he's got he's got the mind to be so creative and and he's uh, a historian a pro wrestling historian yeah. he's a fucking encyclopedia yeah. of useful and useless knowledge trust me we had some conversations about absolutely shit and he made it sound so intriguing. <laughs> So, you know, uh, and, and throwing that yeah. Boston accent, you know, gets really, really, yeah. you know. Hey, great guys. Both of you are uh, just great guys. And I want to talk a little bit about, you know, when you first started out, your travel experiences, you say you've been all over. Uh, what is one maybe travel experience that really sticks out in your mind, uh, whether it's a story about travel with so-and-so or, just well, something happened on there, or do you have yeah, any? Yeah, specific- 2011. 2011. Um, I've done a lot. I did a lot of tours before international tours, but I've never been to Africa before. So in 2011, I, we went to Nigeria, mm-hmm. and it was Barbarian, Warlord, uh, Shelton Benjamin, uh, Val Venus, Mike Mondo from the Spirit Squad, uh, Kevin Sullivan, uh, Rick Fuller who was my tag team partner on the tour. Um, I'm trying to think Slam Shady, uh, Jeff Lewis, now known as Neil Koloff. Um, he's Koloff now. So, um, Russian. So, so, yep. Um, so we were all on this tour together and uh, the African champion was the ultimate commander or as they say, the ultimate commander. So <laughs> he was that champion. So we, we were held at, 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 Basically, against our will, our passports were taken. We held for an extra. It was supposed to be there for a week. We wanted to be in there for three weeks. Pretty much, oh wow, borderline held held prisoner into in a compound at gunpoint. You know, um, and uh, you know, it wasn't brutal, but there were times where it was pretty fucking scary. Like when yeah. we did, uh, we did, uh, we were in uh, Abuja, Nigeria, and we did a press conference at the uh, African Ministry of Sports 
at the African United Nations, their version of the United Nations. So we did this press conference at at 12 noon. And then I think we Warlord came down. We were having dinner in the hotel. And he said, uh, guys, there's not going to be no show. And I was like, what happened? He goes, we got to pack up and get out of here first thing in the morning. I was like, why? And he comes down and he just looks at everybody, says they bombed. Five hours after we left, the United Nation was car bombed over there. And 30 oh. people, 32, 32 people died. And wow. we had to get the fuck out of there as soon as possible. Our flights left. Yeah. So they switched our flights to leave that morning. And we had to get to the airport ASAP. Wow. So so that morning we got to the airport. What do you think happens? Um, our truck gets stuck on a on a, a giant curb. So you had have 15 wow. wrestlers, biggest house, trying to pick up this bus, you know? <laughs> Yeah. And eventually, I think a, a tank or something came and pushed us out. And we got out and were able to get out. Somebody came and helped us, uh, got wow. us out. We were able to get on the highway, get home because it was it was on a on a Saturday. I think in that on on a Saturday or a Sunday, it was their one Saturday of the month is their cleaning day, and literally the whole entire country stops and they clean the streets wow. and they clean everything and they and you have to get within a certain time because the roads are shut down. And yeah. we had to get to the airport. We had, we had like until we had until I think like 11 a.m. to get to the airport. So and we got there just in time. Some of us made our flights. Some of our flights weren't were canceled. So but yeah. uh, it was we got through. We got through. And I just remember. I just remember commandeering the uh, the flight on the way home, the, 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 the microphone in the back. And I started singing Frank Sinatra songs to the entire plane full of people going in, but they were not amused, but I, I, I imbibed a lot at that time, you know, so yeah, still do yeah. occasionally, but still do occasionally, but you know, back then I used yeah. to get out of hand, you know, so, <laughs> and we were kind wow. of dry with the exception of beer of, of red, of this red something beer in Africa, red striped beer or something like that. And mm -hmm. so we, so getting on the plane and getting spirits and stuff like that was really, you know, uh, yeah, you know, took the edge off, yeah. and uh, you know, but it was uh, I roomed with Kevin, and uh, and uh, that whole uh, the three weeks, and we bonded really tight. We became really good friends. I mean, we yeah. were always friends, but now we became like family. And and you know, um, I still miss Rick Fuller. I don't see him that off. I don't see him at all anymore. I think he left the business totally. And I talked to uh, Scotty Tuhati and and Scott Garland said that. Rick isolated himself, distanced himself from the wrestling business, but he was my favorite, probably one of my favorite tag team partners that I've ever had. had a lot of fun okay. with him. You know, yeah. we always said we would ride out in the sunset together, and it never happened that way. You know, so yeah, he went out and he tore his bicep, and you know, we were always uh, we got along great. You know, so but yeah, wow. Well, that's kind of leading to my next question. You kind of answered a little bit of it, but. Uh... Working with somebody, you, you mentioned uh, Fuller there. Who was another person either against you had chemistry with that just flowed like, you know, you guys have been together forever? Or somebody um, that just in general you worked with? Pretty, crowbar, Chris Ford, um, he brought out the best of me. He'd take my lazy ass and make me work. Man, he'd make me work. He'd make me work. And that son of a bitch is still going, man. I'm still lazy. You know? I, I always tell him, I said, hey, 
I got, I got, I got, I got ten years. I got almost eight years of age on you, pal. So it hasn't caught up to you yet. You know? <laughs> so, but he's he he can still go, man. He can still go. The other one, the other one who I always love working with is uh is Alpha Alpha Junior. I love working with him. You know, especially okay. in recent years, always a good yeah. time working with him. Um, you know, I mean, pretty much, pretty much, I love working Barbarian. Barbarian, Barbarian was always yeah. always a lot of fun. Barb Barb and I used to tear it up. We used to fight all over the building. We used to brawl. It was just great. It was a lot of fun. And uh, yeah. you know, I mean, I mean, chemistry with me and Barb was always there. You know, I mean, that yeah. was all, chemistry with me and King Kong Bundy. Bundy oh, was okay. always there. Bundy and I would freaking have a lot of fun. And one compliment, yeah. Bundy was a very very salty individual. And. The one compliment that Bundy said when we were filming a, a, a documentary on me called Behind the Ropes in 2000 and I want to say it was 2013 and 14. Okay. We were filming Behind the Ropes. Um, Bundy said on the on the camera, he said on the on the film, he said, he goes, he goes, Andrew Anderson, he goes, he's one of the really nice guys, one of the last nice guys in the business, one of the good ones. You know, oh, wow. he said he said that about me, which I appreciated very much. Yeah, because Bundy didn't like a lot of people. He liked people, but he was it was a little bitter. And you know, but Chris was great like that. You know, so mm. that that was really a, a compliment to me. You know, yeah. so yeah, I always had fun working Tony Atlas too. You know, I liked working the old timers because they would you yeah. learn from them. You know, and yeah. and Tony Tony yeah. still he still can go if he wants to. Yeah, yeah, you know, so wow. always had a lot of fun working with Tony. Wow. So, and I learned I, I, a lot of people would say, oh, you're not, you're not as snug or you're not as stiff. And a reason why I wasn't snug or stiff to a lot of people was because I worked with a lot with Jimmy Snuka and yeah. Jimmy would look like he's killing you, but Jimmy would never even lay a hand on you. Jimmy yeah. would never lay a hand on you. He was very easy going and very easy in the ring, you know, and uh, he was freaking great. He was great. Yeah. So. Wow. So you've worked in a lot of promotions. I did a little. Uh, research. Uh, what is probably one of your favorite? I know Easter or East Coast Pro Wrestling. You oh, I always a lot of championships. Yeah, yeah. But what's one of your other favorite places to work? The one of the one of the favorite places that I used that I worked was uh, SWE Fury in recent years. That was a great promotion in Texas while it lasted. That was a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. I had fun working for them. I don't, you know, it went under and, uh, you know, that was a lot of fun working for them. I loved working for um, Jersey Championship Wrestling years ago. Um, I loved working for um, for uh, the Savoldis. I loved working for Mario Savoldi, you know, and, uh, and uh -huh. you know, it was always good working for the Savoldis, especially when they were running their, uh, their uh, um, NWA on fire. You know, yeah. stuff, you know, that was really cool, you know, working with them and, you know, yeah. always working for any of the NWA promotions that were out there. It was always a good time, you know. Yeah. You know, so, um, yeah, I I, I I can't pick out one promotion that's world class coming back to the world class when when Jerry Boston yeah. brought back world class that had that old school feeling to it yeah. again, you know, which was a lot of fun working with them. Um, probably the the best company best run ship that I've ever worked for was Brian Nobbs's legends of wrestling. And okay. when we ran the show at the, um, when he and not we, he ran the show at city field. He drew over 10,000 people and wow. 
I just remember Bill Goldberg standing in a locker room with Bret Hart, Demolition, um, everybody, Chavo Jr., Scott Steiner, uh, um, Rob Van Dam, everybody, the Nasties, Greg Valentine, everybody was there. Greg managed me yeah. on the show, on the opening match. Yeah. I just remember Bill Goldberg looking over and saying to everybody in the locker room, listen up, people. And Ric Flair was there, too. Ric Flair was there, too. And he turns around okay. and says, did anybody ever believe that knobs would be running this good of a show or anything at all. <laughs> and it was like, it was one of the funniest fucking things I've ever freaking heard, you know, so, you know, but it was, it, wow. was, it was, but knobs hats off the knobs. He's run shows since then, Detroit legends of wrestling, Detroit and all this stuff. And he just, I hope he yeah. starts running again. Cause he really great, great, great company to work for. And, yeah. uh, you know, had a lot of fun working with him. So yeah, he got he was sick for quite a while. I remember he was yeah, in the hospital. Nas, Nas, Nas was was was. I I know he 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 under, underwent some problems with diabetes and other stuff like that. Yeah. You know he 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 lost a lot of weight. He looks great. He's got himself healthy, Good. and I'm proud of him. Good. You know, and uh, he quit drinking, and and you know he look looks great. You know. Yeah. So I mean, he looks great. God bless him. You know. So yeah. No, definitely. I know he had, I a, knee re- he had a knee replacement that didn't take well, got infected. Uh, yeah. Well, it's hot. You know, you guys, when I see you guys uh, in person, it's, it's, this is a compliment. I, I want to say you guys are, are, seem bigger in person. Like, like when I saw you in person versus on TV, you're bigger. Uh, and it, it's, I don't know if it's the camera. I mean, have you ever heard that before where people say, well, no, you're bigger no, in person? Well, I, I heard people come up to me and say, hey, you're shorter than I thought you were. Or, you know, or or somebody said, you know, one time somebody said, he goes, man, he goes, you got some gray hair over there. I was like, whoa. Some little, <laughs> little kid, the funny, funniest story ever was some little kid comes up to me and, and kid, little kid looks at my pictures and goes, goes, you don't look like that anymore. I go, kid, I got fucking old. I got fucking old. You know? What the fuck you expect? You know? And then another kid had a picture of me and Roddy Piper, and he looks at the picture, and he looks at the picture, and he goes, is that after he died? I said, yeah, sure. I popped Roddy, propped him up. In the, I, I propped him up in the casket. We took a picture, and that, yeah, after he died. Okay, come on. I mean, out of the mouth of babes. I mean, the kid wasn't even a babe. He wasn't even a little kid. He was probably about 14 years old. Come on. What the hell, yeah. you know? Maybe the kid stumbled yeah. on his words or something. I don't know, but it was it was one of the funniest moments because Greg was Greg was next to me and and Greg was laughing his ass off. Greg was yeah. laughing his ass off, going ha 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 ha. After he died, that was a good one. So, but oh, I yeah. bet he was fun to work with, old Greg Valentine. Oh, Hammer, he was miserable yeah. sometimes, but. You know, but he was always fun to work with. I mean, he was always fun to be on the road with. Once you got to know him, and once you, yeah. you know, you know, people that if he didn't know you, he didn't talk to you. He had that grumble, grumble, gargle, bumble. You know, you know, whatever. The turtle always walking slow, but <laughs> if he liked you, he really, uh, he really went to bat for you. You know, yeah. so you know, but yeah, Greg was character. Yeah. yeah. Projects. You're working on a lot of stuff. Um, yeah. I see you. On social media a lot. Uh, you're you're here. You're there. Um, what's life like for you right now, as far as your career? Well, I'm on a Disney stream, Disney Plus TV show coming up uh, in February. Okay. I'm not going to say who it is, but I can tell you there's a little bit of. A, um, 
I'll give you a little hint. The character, the main character, is a superhero, and he's blind. So that's all I'm saying. Okay. So. That's it. Okay, we'll take it. So, and I'm a, I'm one of the, one of the peripheral, peripheral, periphery villains, peripheral, ah. peripheral. That's what I'm looking for. So, um, so I'm a, th- I'm basically what I always want to play in a thug or a, or a, a werewolf, a zombie, a freaking, whatever, a wrestler. Well, you like monsters, so yeah. Yeah, I know. I love it, but yeah. So I'm doing I'm doing that in February. I go to shoot that in Vancouver. Um, oh, okay. Wow, that's yeah. awesome. So um, I just launched my own brand of coffee with thanks to Shad Bates and uh, Janice Coffee Roasters uh, Coffee. Uh, in uh, I did that the first week of December. So my coffee, mm-hmm. the reinforcer, came out. Um, I should have a package here to show it off, but I don't. I actually downstairs. Um, um and that came out and that's a bourbon infused uh higher end coffee um okay you have to have a grinder if you order it you got to grind it yourself that way the beans stay fresher you know and get it yeah so uh so we have that i have bags of that you can always hit me up on messenger on on facebook or or email me at andrewandersonwrestling at gmail.com and and order your coffee or go to janice coffee roasters and and hit their website and you'll uh be able to see uh the reinforcer coffee i'm working on a bourbon right now i'm working on my own own bourbon yep i'm working on my own bourbon also going to be called the reinforcer and i'm working on a purple haze vodka oh wow okay wow that's that's um, pretty cool yep so i'm doing that um of course i'm still uh, uh well slow down he's not back on tour till uh February and I might be going back on tour with Ace Frehley again from Kiss. I'm his bodyguard, his personal bodyguard for wow for over a year. I've been his bodyguard for over a year. Um, wow. So I don't know yet w- what I'm doing if I'm doing it or not because I have a lot of dates in February, so I don't know if I'll be able to yeah. do it or you know we'll see what happens. But he's been working heavily on a new album, new uh, solo project, and wow. one of his he had an awesome song just came out called Walking on the Moon. It's just tremendous and. You know he's he's awesome and he's been working with uh with with a couple of different producers. One of them, you know, is a friend of mine, Steve Brown from Trickster. Um, so okay. just had a uh, Ted Poley from Danger Danger's birthday party last weekend in uh in uh in uh Pennsylvania. Uh, the lead singer from Danger Danger, good time, a blast. Yeah. Seen a lot of old friends and old old friends in the music business, metalheads and hair metal days. You know when I used to have a lot more hair. You know, <laughs> so yeah, you know, I understand. <laughs> it was a good time, you know. But uh, yeah. you know, you know, and uh, yeah, there's gonna be a lot of changes going on in my life. Some good, some bad, you know. But you know, yeah. we'll just you gotta you gotta work through the adversity. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to keep things yeah. going. A lot of bookings. Yeah. I'm gonna be. Uh, um this weekend i'm working for sicw on the, yep. the 14th in uh january 14th for herb simmons is sid yep. sicw southern illinois championship wrestling kevin Sullivan, myself we're going up against flash flanagan um so we're doing that uh come back from there i i'm doing uh um oh god i, I got so many freaking dates i don't even know what the hell i'm doing I don't even know where yeah. the dates are. Oh, I should have wrote yeah. it all down, you know. No, that's all right. Well, uh, you know, I just I know you're busy. I didn't realize how busy you were until you just said because I see dates on you and, and with uh, Kevin and and uh, you guys are a lot of places. And... Well, Mar- March 18th and 19th will be at the uh, at the um, rock and rock and uh, rock and roll uh, uh, 
Comic-Con in, uh, in uh, Nashville, Tennessee, and okay. then uh, at the fairgrounds. And then I know we're doing uh, March 4th and 5th, the record and record and comic show record and toy show in, uh, in, uh, I want to say Dover, New Hampshire. Yeah. Dover, New Hampshire. I'm there with okay. Matt Starr, the Ace Frehley's drummer, Matt Starr. We're there together. So the wrestler bodyguard with, with, with Matt Starr, the drummer. So we're going to be pretty, it's pretty cool. I love Matt. Matt's a great drummer. He's a, he's did a lot of played with, with a lot of bands, Mr. Big and other stuff like that. You know, he's just, just yeah. really, really good guy. Great drummer, good friend. Yeah. And, um, then Kevin Sullivan and I are also doing July 29th. We're doing Warwick, Rhode Island at the 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 the, the New England Fan Fest. I oh, know okay. uh, on the fourth, I'm in uh, work for East Coast Pro Wrestling February fourth in East Chester, New York, and I fly from that show, drive almost five hours to Maryland to to uh, do the Baltimore Celeb Celeb Fest. Um, oh, okay. I'm doing that one. That's on the fifth for Scott Wilder yeah. Promotions. Um, the 29th of uh, the 29th of January, I'm working for uh, Office Battleground Championship Wrestling. You know, so a Battlefield. I think it's Battlefield. I, I don't know. I'm sorry, Alpha. I fucked that up. If I did, if I didn't, <laughs> Battleground Battlefield. One of them is run in Philly. The other one's run by Alpha, and Alpha runs a tight ship. Um, his company is great. He's got a great uh, signature training academy up there. He's got his uh his school up there and he's a hell of a he's got a hell of a crew of students and stuff like that and yeah. you know he runs a tight tight show great show i worked with gene snitsky the last show i'm gonna be working uh one of his students it's also on on uh facebook and twitter and and uh instagram on social media uh, mm -hmm. and then also i have um uh what, what's the other one too i'm doing something else too uh freak i can't think of what the hell it is i got a couple other shows coming up oh i'm also working I think in March I go back to Florida to work for CCW Coastal Championship okay. Wrestling. That's yeah. a great company to work for. Big company to work for. Awesome to sell out crowds, great crowds, great houses. Another class act. That's another company I worked for. Did a double shot in uh, in December, and that was a great time. The other one I have uh, that I'm that I'm also working for is February 11th. I'm the Florida, a championship wrestling from Florida. Um, I'm the Florida heavyweight champion it's a heritage title going back to the days of dusty Rhodes and and uh the funks and the briscoes and brian blair and kevin sullivan and, you know and blackjack mulligan and sam houston and and jake roberts wow. and you know it's just it's to have that belt and that lineage is pretty amazing i just yeah. recently won the tri-state heavyweight championship the tri-state wrestling alliance heavyweight championship on uh on um, a warrior pro wrestling show here in jersey that was the the night before New Year's Eve. So oh, that was okay. pretty cool. Yep. So wow. congratulations. Yep. Well, wow. did a show in uh in Vancouver. I'm not Vancouver in uh uh Nova Scotia. You know, so it's it's it's, it's a lot. It was it was it was a great December and 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 yeah. leading into January to the new year. So it's a lot of fun, yeah. you know. You know. You're a very busy man, I can tell by your schedule there, and and it's amazing you can juggle wrestling, uh, you know your your other your bodyguard and and all. Oh, these and other I also have I also have an audition that's due on Monday for a TV show, so I got to do an audition. See? Wish me luck. I, I just got uh, my, wait, my good luck. I mean, that I'm was sure my that it. was my agent. That was my agent actually. Um, um, Evelyn Francisco. She was uh she was messaging me right now 
we're in the middle okay. of a podcast. So my fingers are going up, shutting the things off um, okay. that I have to have it due by Monday. So it's for a, okay. a small role, small role in a TV show. So I'll take it. Hey, build yeah. those Screen Actors Guild uh, uh, credits, you know. Yeah, no, no doubt. Reinforcer, Mr. Andrew Anderson, thank you for coming on today, sir. I really, really appreciate it. It's been an honor, and I've learned so much. And and good luck with all your future events coming up, your acting, your bodyguard, your wrestling shows. You're, I hope you keep that championship for a while. You just won here recently. Yeah, well, let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. I'm working with some but a great group of guys. Uh, yeah. I want to give a, a shout out to Afa, Afa Jr., mm-hmm. you know, Afa NY. He's one of the best, the best out there. I love him. Uh, yeah. To Nilio, Nilio, uh, uh, and uh, CCW, Gangrel, Dave, I love him too. Yeah. Uh, obviously to the devil, Kevin Sullivan, uh, Fidel yeah. Sierra, the Cuban assassin, all guys at all pos- positive stuff. Um, yeah. uh, to Jeff at uh, Jeff Weaver at uh, um, uh, Championship Wrestling in Florida. One of my my protégés that I'm bringing around, Captain Payne, Steve Walsh, um, you know, trying to bring mm-hmm. him around, get noticed. Good, good, good yeah. kid to work for. And Tim Warner, uh, Tim Theory, um, my former tag team partner, great guy, um, does a lot, a lot of stuff behind the scenes for me, and I appreciate it, Tim. I love you. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go, folks. Mr. The Reinforcer, Mr. Andrew Anderson. We'll have all his social media links down there. Uh I'm gonna when that stuff comes out, I want some of that. I'm gonna get some of that coffee and and. Some I'm gonna send you. A, I'm gonna send you a container all right, of coffee. All right. But when the bourbon right, comes out, I'll send you that too. All right, my friend, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Andrew, the Reinforcer Anderson, sir. Thank you for coming on today. Really appreciate it. Ladies and gentlemen, you're watching Bumps and Thumps podcast. So tune in, or I'm gonna bump your ass and then thump you down. You heard it from the Reinforcer. If you're watching, thank you. If you're listening, thank you. And if you haven't subscribed, please do so, and we will talk to you soon. Hey, this is Total Package, Lex Luger. You're listening to the VOC Nation. Don't miss out. Hey, guys, before we get started, I just wanted to read this commercial because it's an agreement that we made with a really great podcast, and I want to tell you guys all about it. Pro Wrestling Interviews, it features guests who are hot indie stars as well as the greats of the ring. Each week, you can join the amazing Velvet as well as Dr. John, as they host this jam-packed hour of interviews, pro wrestling news, and entertaining guests. It's an hour you don't want to miss. Trust me, you don't want to miss it. Every Sunday, 9 p.m. Eastern, just go to ProWrestlingInterviews.com, and it'll take you to their Facebook page where you can get the custom podcast link for that week. Don't miss a second of Pro Wrestling Interviews. That's Sunday nights, 9 Eastern, Pro Wrestling Interviews. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. Check out In The Room. Every Tuesday night at 9, listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Kathy Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you and Ray are there too, right Ray? We sure are, and we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And then uh, pregnant. I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Yo, this is Jerry Stags of the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs here. You get ready to get nasty. Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks, having started way back in 2010. 
VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Crisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hick, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Works. Archive-free content includes past interviews with huge names like Hulk Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Sting, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter at VOCNation. Phil After has been in the pro wrestling business for over 50 years. Hey, talking here with uh, Arn Anderson. Arn, first of all, your height and weight. 6'1", 255. And now subscribers to VOC Nation Premium get exclusive access to Bill After's archived audio footage. And uh, where's your hometown? Minneapolis, Minnesota. Okay, and uh, give us something about your back. First of all, your relationship to Ole Anderson. Ole is my Subscription to VOC Nation Premium starts at just $3 a month and includes commercial-free audio and video versions of our top podcasts. Okay, we're speaking here with uh, the manager of the World Heavyweight Tag Team Champions, Tarzan Tyler and Luke Graham, and he's uh, he's sort of glowing tonight about a new prospect we haven't heard of yet. And for just $9 a month, Aptor's archives are all yours. Uh, would you tell us who this new prospect is? Well, I'll is? tell you, Bill, I've searched the world, and I finally <laughs> found the true world champion. I finally found... What's your opinion of uh, Ivan Koloff winning the title from Bruno San Martino? Well, I think, uh, I don't know what to say, but I, I want to say one thing. Uh, Bruno was an LA champion. Yeah. Hear exclusive interviews with the greatest performers of all time. This is Bill After, and once again, we're speaking here with Bruno San Martino. Bruno, first of all, how did you and Bruiser lose that title to the Valiants? Well, actually, it was uh, uh, a very unusual loss, if you want to call it. They did lost. Heenan have anything to do with this? Well, yes, but the whole thing is this, that the rules, as I always understood them, was that you, the title could only be lost by pin or, or submission, which is the same rules as uh, my title, the World War Wrestling Federation. That night, uh, it was... To sign up, it's very simple. Head to premium.vocnation.com or go to patreon.com slash vocnation. VOC Nation takes you behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week. Talking dream matches. Taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation radio network. This is Matt Hardy, and you are listening to the VOC Nation. 